share with us their journey to support the most unlikely GOP candidate in American history. I believe you'll enjoy reading every word of this book, and as you do, remember to pray for our president. As he undertakes the pressures and responsibilities of governing our nation, he needs the wisdom and strength that can only come from heaven through the power of a praying people. Remember also to pray for our country. I believe Trump's historic battle for the White House in 2016 metaphorically reminds us that America, too, is in a historic battle, not only for its political future, but also for its very soul. Mike Huckabee, Governor of Arkansas from 1996 to 2007, Republican presidential candidate in 2008 and 2016. Introduction News reports in the wake of the 2016 election revealed that evangelical Christians backed Donald J. Trump more than any Republican presidential candidate in history. What makes this remarkable is that few evangelicals supported him in the beginning. For Bible-believing Christians, Trump would be the most unlikely candidate anyone could imagine. He fathered children by three wives, made some of his wealth in the gambling industry, and was well known for using some of the most vulgar and degrading language imaginable. Even though he made it known during the campaign that he'd never smoked cigarettes and didn't drink alcohol, he was no one's image of a choir boy. But at some point, to everyone's surprise, Donald Trump managed to win the confidence of enough voters to overcome seemingly insurmountable odds. And in the process, he persuaded the largest number of evangelicals in history to vote for him on Election Day, which was nothing short of a miracle. While all of that is compelling, I should make it clear that this will not merely be another book about how Donald Trump became the 45th president of the United States. The campaign tactics and political drama are really a small part of the story. Instead, my purpose has been to explore the spiritual dimensions of the 2016 presidential election and to determine what role faith and the religious impulse may have played in Trump's unlikely win. In the interest of full disclosure, I have spent most of my career as a journalist, author, and publisher in the Christian community. I have met and written about most of America's well-known religious leaders, and I believe the spiritual aspect of life is vitally important. But like most people who followed the political gymnastics of the 2016 campaign, I wanted to know why Donald Trump was elected. I wanted to look closely at the religious and spiritual dynamics of the race and to find out what impact they may have had. The faith factor was brought up repeatedly throughout the campaign, often to the amusement of Trump's critics in the media. Not only did the candidate make his faith an issue, but he went to the trouble of creating a faith advisory board of pastors, evangelists, and ministry leaders years before he entered the race. Trump obviously believed that religion was an issue, and he understood that the evangelical community of more than 65 million to 80 million potential voters was an audience he needed to know more about. As he gathered advisors and strategists to his side— he discovered that the people in the so-called flyover zone, how people on the east and west coasts refer to middle America, were profoundly angry with Washington. They were tired of the government's lurch toward globalism in the Obama administration. They were concerned about the impact undocumented immigrants were having on their communities, and they were rightfully afraid of the threat of radical Islamic terrorism. I believe Donald Trump shared those emotions. 
but how much of what he promised on the campaign stump was merely tactical and how much was inspired by a genuine concern for the future of this nation. Since the election, I've been intrigued by the public reaction to Trump's victory, and I've been surprised by the comments of people who say they have a sense that God had something to do with it. Some posted comments on the Internet saying they had never thought about the possibility before, but maybe there was a God, and maybe he was doing something nobody understands. I thought of Benjamin Franklin's surprising declaration during the Constitutional Convention of 1787 when he said famously, God governs in the affairs of men. And it struck me that a lot of Facebookers and chatroom prowlers were starting to come to the same conclusion. So that's the real reason for this book. I want to tell the untold story of why Donald J. Trump, the flamboyant outsider who broke all the rules and shattered political protocol,